0: This podcast is sponsored by Huboo, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Huboo.
1: Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, Robin's Review. We came so close to getting the three points after Naki Wells' goal in the 83rd minute, but Coventry were back on level terms a few minutes later through a Sims tap-in after Max spilled a ferocious strike from the Coventry centre-back kitchen. Rolling back the years for another not-so-famous 2-2 draw away at Coventry. We're on the road, we're doing a a car podcast, so... um, Audio quality won't be as good as, as usual, but we're going we're gonna to try this and see how we get on. Matt is with me, and Matt, a point, but uh, as we say, the old adage, we would have taken it at the start. Yeah, we would have. I mean, they've been on a really good run of
2: form. Um, they're a good side, got some some really talented players. Um, but when you're 2 1 up on the 83rd minute, you've got to do better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, before the game we went to Dillon's Brewery. Uh we got there got there around um, you know half four or five o'clock and yeah. had a nice bit of food in there and, and it was like a nightclub in there, wasn't it? It's quite a
2: yeah, a, a bit of a strange place really. A, a mate of mine who's a coffee fan, Rich Turner recommended it to us a couple of years back we met him and yes you know you sit down have a beer and yeah, a bit of food it was nice wasn't it yeah it was a bit of old school 80s music
1: absolutely yeah Adam Gould joined us and we've got um, Adam Thurston with us as well and we're going to do our talk club check-in Adam how are you out of 10 on this fine evening at half past 10 on your way home
3: Uh, getting closer to 10 now it's warming up but yeah good evening back out on an away day with Bristol City today so did you give us
1: a number Getting close to ten. Getting, close to, getting 10. close to ten. That's not really a number, Might is it? Nine, I'll go
3: for
1: then, a nine then. Nine, bloody yeah. Nine out of ten. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do an eight. I think uh, we've had uh, a, g- a good evening. A point on the road is always good, and uh, yeah, my son's birthday yesterday. Had a had a good uh, Monday as well. So, Matt, how about yourself? I'm probably a seven because the disappointment of uh, not holding on to the three points and. Uh, yeah, driving back with road closures already, I'm probably a seven. <laughs> yeah, we have been diverted a little bit, so a little bit longer to do the podcast. Um, a bit of admin, a bit of exciting admin before we get into the starting lineup. Um, I caught up at lunchtime today with one of the Ashton Gate eight, and that's Jimmy Mann. Jimmy Mann, um, who is a player who is exciting, uh, great in midfield, goal scorer as well. Scored some really, really fantastic goals for Bristol City in the 70s. And uh, yeah, as I say, I caught up with him at lunchtime today and I'll be releasing that podcast uh, probably on Thursday in the lead up to the Leeds game so uh, and it's obviously Ashton Gate 8 anniversary weekend as well so really excited to share that one with you it's about a 30 minute interview with Jimmy Mann
2: did we sign him from Leeds Uh,
1: we did indeed yeah yeah. he played two league games for Leeds um, and uh, he was there to witness that famous Leeds win with the Donny Gillies goal and signed for City a couple of months later as you will as hear in the podcast. Um, right, so today's lineup, I should say tonight's lineup, we saw three changes. We saw Williams, Bell, and Wells coming in, McCrory, James, and Conway coming out, with uh, our loan signing, Scott Twine, apparently has a twinge. Um, with a, a quad injury, and it's likely to be out for two weeks, according to BBC Radio Bristol on their Twitter feed. So the starting lineup today: Max O'Leary, Zach Viner, George Tanner, Rob Dickey, Taylor Gardner Hickman, Cam Pring, Jason Knight as captain, Joe Williams, Sam Bell, Anis Mometi, and Naki Wells. And that familiar sort of formation, Matt of the three-four-three with Macro- well, not McCrory with um, with Bell out wide on the right and uh, Campering on the left and then uh, Dickie Viner and Tanner at the back which seems fairly settled now um, and then you had Williams and Taylor Gardner-Hickman as the two in the middle with Mehmeti, Wells and Jason Knight up top. So your thoughts on that and uh, those three changes?
2: No surprise in, in terms of the rotation. Um, I think you're always going to get two of those three with Gardner, Hitman, James and Williams. Obviously, with Joe having been suspended for the, the Forest Cup game, made sense for him to come back in. Still got to manage Ross McCraw's game time. So, you know, that one... I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little bit concerned with um, whether Sam would have the the physicality, um, but thought, thought he, he stood up well. And the back three... With Max and goal, it's picking itself at the minute, isn't it? And you know, when Rob Atkinson's back, maybe there'll be a look at a, a bit of a rotation there. But I think those three are playing so well at the moment that you're not going to change that. And then it was a, a case of giving Naki a run out up top, wasn't
1: it? So yeah. Adam, as uh, someone who hasn't seen City play all of that much this season, what do you make of the way we're shaping up? That's that's how we've been shaped up now for for a number of games. Uh, three at the back. Two wide players, two holding midfielders, and then essentially three up top with Tommy Conway in the middle or Naki Wells.
3: Yeah, it looked good. It looked exciting. Um, you kind of got that 3-4-3 three, three or 4-3-3 three, three dependent on whether attacking or defending. And actually, <clears throat> on the whole, it was quite quite solid, quite exciting. Um, I thought on the, the, the forefront of the game, City were sort of the more attacking of the two sides the majority of the game um and yeah i thought i thought it, it was really good it was mainly a good, an exciting game um and i think like you like you guys have said disappointed in the end to only get a point
1: okay let's get into the minutes then so literally into the first minute and it's uh, sam bell on the edge of the box shooting wide after finding himself in some space and then jason knight has a chance and his shot is saved matt so it was a, a good start yeah one minute 37 we had those two chances patch because I had a look and said didn't
2: I but yeah um great to see Sam Bell want to take that on um and then Jason Knight he just doesn't strike the ball cleanly enough he gets into some really good opportunities um but he just isn't natural when it comes to to sort of striking the ball but it it was a really really bright start and and I'll be honest in. slightly embarrassed to say it on the pod, but I I was fearing a a little bit of a a one-sided game tonight, um, and it was anything but that, and certainly in
1: those opening exchanges, City were were well on top. Do you think that uh, shot and that opportunity for Sam Bell just came a little bit too soon, because we know he can strike a ball, and it's just unfortunate that he didn't get that one on target? Yeah, maybe, maybe, still perhaps a
2: a little bit cold, but... um, again it's what you want to see him doing we know he's got that in his locker he just needs to get he kind of plateaued a little bit sam um and now needs to step it back up again so be interested to see what what business we do tomorrow if we do do anything to see where that comes in but
1: great to see him start like that and then in the eighth minute it was a knuckleball type shot from taylor gardner hickman which was punched away adam so uh Taylor Gardner-Hickman we know he's got out in his locker he scored that fantastic goal at home against Middlesbrough I want to say I think it was yeah, yeah um, but that one it's, a, it's a quite a, a tough technique um, but that, that one did test the keeper
3: yeah there were actually a few tonight weren't there um, I think there were at least three that were sort of used that technique and obviously the, I think the final one probably was also one as well that, that obviously, obviously Max spilled for the equaliser um, but yeah you're right it's it's a very difficult technique and one I've certainly never mastered
1: <laughs> Brilliant into the 16th minute it's nice build up play from City Wells and Mometti involved Mameti wins a corner which TGH delivers to the front post and it's easily cleared. and this is the first of a number of, of set pieces that we will probably bemoan um, because' it's, it's a we'll great opportunity be moaning at yeah um, it's just a great opportunity to get the ball in the box and so often that in the past um, we, we haven't done that and we saw TGH when he came into the team be able to deliver that ball into the box but just tonight it just wasn't happening. We really missed the, the quality that Scott Twine
2: has from a dead ball. In. You're right, Taylor, when he first came in, um, was, was probably the best that we had at that stage, but he was off his game tonight in
1: terms of those dead balls, wasn't he? 26th minute Coventry score after the ball looked out of play for a City throw-in on the touchline. Um, And yeah, well, we were almost in line with that. And it looked like for all the world that that was out. But the linesman didn't seem to think so. Um, It was a looped ball into the box. Palmer goes up for the header. And eventually it works its way out to Sakamoto, who swivels and shoots across. It went past Pring and Dickey and beats Max O'Leary. And we're 1-0 down, Matt.
2: Yeah, for, for me, I'm not, I've not seen it back, but first look at it, I thought it was clearly out. Um, the assistant ref was some way away, but the play goes on. But we've got to deal with it better, the ball gets switched out. It's a bit of a hopeful knock back in. Casey Palmer, I can't recall ever winning a header for Bristol City, but he wins the ball against Rob Dickey, which just shouldn't happen. And then Pringy seems to be a little bit in two minds whether to make a challenge, maybe a bit fearful that um, with Sakamoto's quick feet, you know, he, he might end up giving a penalty away. Doesn't make the initial challenge, then sort of goes to knee um, as Sakamoto sort of passes the ball into the net, really, which Dicky doesn't, he stood square on, doesn't stick a leg out. And I think Max will be disappointed as well because it, it wasn't a hit with any real pace, was it?
1: No, it kind of went across him as well. Um, <coughs> God, I'm choking on a little bit of, um, flapjack or whatever that is. Adam fed me. <coughs> Crikey. That was
3: about an hour ago.
1: I oh, know, it just, just suddenly, suddenly a little bit came loose. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, right. Yeah, so that was, that was 1-0 down and we were quite dominant for that first sort of 20, 25 minutes and that really came against the run of play. Yeah, very much so. Um, I thought it was a really, really bright start. Um,
2: Again, like I said, against a very, very good team who were very much on form, but we, we took it to them, um, created those openings. I'm not you know, we didn't have anything clear cut but we were certainly the side that were in the ascendancy
1: and their goal was a a little bit against the runner player, I thought. Yeah. 32nd minute, City win a free kick in a dangerous position and the delivery from Taylor Gardner-Hickman once again was not good enough and Casey Palmer on this occasion clears with ease 38th minute, another corner and this time it's Naki Wells having a go but once again hits the first man very frustrating Then the the moment comes the equaliser in the 45 plus one. It's Pring carrying it forward down the left-hand side. Really tests the keeper with a shot, which was a great effort with pace. And we've been talking about Campering in, in weeks and months gone by that he needs to get better shots in on target and on that one he really did test the keeper it works its way back out Um, actually no it goes for for a corner, the corner delivery is better this time from Taylor Gardner Hickman and Viner heads goalwards then seconds later it's a good ball in from the left and Rob Dickey still forward from the corner heads it home off the post, a really good technique and a great delivery and assist from Taylor Gardner Hickman for 1-1 Adam
3: Yeah, it was sort of the the, the final knuckleball that went in um, that kind of got that. The the first one that really beat that first man, we were saying it for the first 44 minutes, is just beat that first man, um, give those attackers a chance to actually get their head on it. Um, The amount of professional football games we've all been to, and it's kind of that big frustration that... Not many professional footballers seem to be able to be that first man, but it was finally done on the forty fifth minute or whatever it was you said yeah. Um, and yeah, I think definitely deserve
1: an equalizer yeah and the, the delivery from Taylor Gardner Hickman obviously was from from open play as well um, and and yeah it was it was great technique from Rob Dicky, and uh, we go into the break one one the half time summary from Rob is a lengthy one, so uh, wish me luck. Right, were it not for Rob Dickey's late goal, that could have been one of the most infuriating halves for some time. Not because we've played badly, but having played well in and around the final third, Our lack of quality at the end of it seemed to be on a constant repeat. Frustrating, but at least we were on top. Then, having dominated, but yet again failed to capitalise upon it, we gave a very soft goal away. An innocuous lob from wide into our box was won by Dickey, but Pring allowed the ball to drop, and then, worse still yet, Yakamoto turned and scuffed a shot that dribbled far into the corner. To say we should have dealt with it was an understatement. Coventry, who had been frustrating their own fans up until that point, suddenly had the lead and a spring in their step. After a short period, fortunately, we regained some control, albeit lacking the killer pass once more, until finally a diagonal delivery of real quality from TGH, our first of the night, if truth be told, picked out Dickie, still up from the poorly delivered corner, who ran across his marker and deftly flicked the ball into the corner of the net off the post parity restored but if we are to remain on top in the second half we really need to start being more clinical in the final third or our our results will continue not to reflect our general play Fair point from from Rob there Matt we we have been playing well but it's that that score and the goal that seem to be the problem It's it's that killer
2: instinct the final ball um, taking the shot um, in a a game that we, we did really not dominate, but we were the ones that were having those opportunities. Um and I think it did knock the stuffing out of us a bit, the goal for a, a, a sort of short period of time. But a great equaliser I and mean, we we
1: at least then went into the break fear feeling like we could get something out of it. So yeah. Okay, into the second half then and no notes until the 59th minute when we made the, the substitution. It's TGH off, uh Matty James on and Knight off McCrory on McCrory going into that right uh, wing back role and Bell going up right of the three up top Um, so 59th 60th minute Matt we make those those two changes yeah and I think they were the right changes I mean I know um, obviously Jason Knight captain
2: um, no one questions his his endeavour and and the press that he puts on Um, he puts a lot of effort in but he, he just didn't have his game tonight um, so I think it was the right call. McCrory, you know, is going to give you that physicality.
1: Uh, so, yeah, did, didn't have a problem with those decisions, yeah. OK. Um, and then a couple, another, another change, literally uh, five minutes later, Mameti coming off and Conway, Conway coming on. And Conway coming on, left of the three, keeping Naki Wells in the middle, Matt. Um, it's, we've seen Conway in that position, and that's, I think, where he scored those couple of goals at Rotherham, and it proved tonight that he can play in that role. Yeah, maybe slight, slightly more of a ten with Robin, but he was he, he came in from the left,
2: didn't he, for the yeah. certainly for the first one. Um but, you know, it's it's something you've been crying out for for weeks and weeks to try and get Naki and Tommy playing um together. Not quite as a two, but you know, they're they're playing in that forward three. Um and what I felt with Tommy, he showed a, a quite a turn of pace a couple of times tonight. So he was he was definitely well up for it, but Again, showed, it
1: showed the attacking intent. We weren't settling for a point, were we? So, No, absolutely not. 67th minute is a quickly taken free kick that caused Coventry problems and ends with McCrory smashing one just over. So uh, your first probable sighting of McCrory, Adam, in a, in a Bristol City shirt after signing in the summer last year. What did you make of uh, that shot and his general performance?
3: Yeah, it was pretty good But he came on. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to picture the, 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 the build up to the, the to that strike but I think it went just over the bar didn't it yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah a, a really good opportunity um, but yeah generally speaking from what from the limited experience I've seen of him um, in the two games I've been through this season he, he's looked pretty good
1: Okay 70th minute great defending from Tanner on two occasions in a minute first tackling Sims and then a diving header in the box to clear and win a free kick you were really impressed with Tanner tonight Matt weren't you yeah, I've, I'm, I'm going early but Tanner was my man in the match
2: um, he's, he's been very impressive um, Probably for the last month um, But defensively I, And I'd love to know the stats And Dave Febs, if you're listening um, If you can pull something out In terms of one on ones with Tanner But he just he very very rarely Seems to get beat And certainly not
1: cleanly uh, And I, th- I thought he was outstanding tonight I really did 74th minute a good delivery from Joe Williams um, as my phone jumps around uh, yeah good delivery from Joe Williams after Tanner wins another free kick in an advanced position this time and it's Naki Wells flicking on his header but wide um, so yeah I just want to note as we do the, the bad deliveries there was certainly some was good deliveries Naki as well didn't
2: get enough on it did he it was a little <laughs> bit of a, a
1: sort of head shoulder type um, head shoulders knees and toes yeah 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 uh third and final instance in terms of substitution Sam Bell off and Harry Cornick on and for some reason I really fancied Harry Cornick to score tonight And when he came on well, put said, a little bet on Yeah, you said you'd woke up this morning thinking about him didn't you oh, so, yeah, I feel it, feeling quite yeah, quite yeah. fine um, 83rd minute James wins the header in the middle it's forward to Conway he is up well to flicker on to Nackie Wells bit of a coming together The ball rolls nicely into the path of Naki Wells and he's through and he makes absolutely no mistake and it's 2-1. Great finish, Matt. And, as I say, Conway and Wells combining well. Yeah,
2: in fairness, it broke nicely for him, but he he, he turned and swiveled on it really, really
1: well, didn't he? So um, I thought it was, yeah, an excellent, excellent finish. Um, Adam, your thoughts on that goal and obviously going 2-1 up? It was uh, almost like we'd won the game at that point.
3: Yeah, when you score in the 83rd minute, you're always thinking you're going to go on to win the game and you've just got to play it solid for those next sort of 10 minutes, including stoppage time, but wasn't to be. Um, really, really good finish, actually, from Naki Wells. I don't think he would have been expecting the ball to fall so kindly to his feet at that point. Um, I think it was a bit of a deflection or a tackle or something at that end of the pitch um, that kind of just, it felt so sweetly for him, didn't it? But yeah, really nice finish.
1: Yeah, and at that point, as I say, we were thinking the three points were... Uh... We're in the bag, but uh, they came back into it literally two minutes later. It was a ferocious shot uh, from Kitching, the centre back. It was parried by Max and tapped home by Ellis Sims. And you look across the line, praying for uh, a linesman's flag or something to that to that extent. But um, apparently, apparently not. Apparently, it was onside. I don't know if uh, the replays have proven anything different, but. Max O'Leary there, we've seen, we've seen him put in some great performances and make some amazing saves, but it was a frosha shot, it deviated, but he should be parrying that one out wide, Matt. Yeah, um, I wanted
2: to make some kind of reference to throwing the kitchen sink at us, but... Very good. Yeah, tried. tried. Um, <laughs> listening to Radio Bristol, um, the chap who phones in regularly said about um, it was offside but obviously with no VAR. But Max has to do better than that. As as great a shot as it was, and Adam Gould, who was with us, sort of felt that it moved in. You know, Max sort of had had made the save, but you you just can't push the ball out centrally. You've got to get it wide, either left or right. And it was a tap-in for Sims, wasn't it? Um, And having celebrated like we did, you're thinking, great, we're going to you know get three points probably not, not totally deserved but when you go in the lead like that you want to hold on to it and it was just a soft goal and that's, that's the thing in listening to Liam Manning afterwards. When you get beat by these teams or you, you, you lose points, you, you take a draw like today it's not so bad if you feel like they've they've deserved their goals but we've gifted both their goals really. They've not had to work that hard for them.
1: Yeah and I mean equally Elias Sims was ready to pounce but should someone be picking up Ellis Sims? Probably. I mean, I think it's it's always fairly
2: natural in it that it's the striker who inevitably is the one coming onto it, yeah. and the defenders. I'm not going to say we switched off because the shot was a little bit out of nothing. I think the ball had had gone out to the left hand side first of all, um, and Campering had challenged um, think it was Sakamoto, went for a throw in, and then we were appealing as if it was our throw-in and switched off a little bit so the throw-in came into the area yeah. and they were able to then switch it across and shifted it and shifted it and then Kitchen takes the shot so
1: it, it just was a poor goal to concede. Yeah. Just after that we, um, we had a free kick in a really great position it was Tommy Conway who burst forward on the left hand side got to the edge of the box was taken out the old uh, professional foul, but uh, a booking only for, for the Coventry City player. Uh, and Joe Williams takes the free kick, and it's he's aiming for Ross McCrory at the back post, who kind of jumps as high as he can and can only really flick it out for a goal kick, Matt. So uh, an over-hit free kick rather than an under-hit set piece.
2: Yeah, from from where it was, you'd like to think you're just going to try and put something in the, the goal mouth, with a bit of pace, a bit of of waz on it. Um, And then you never know what's going to happen. But we kind of tried to be a little bit too precise to find Ross at the back post. There's no one else behind Ross. So, you know, even if he gets his head on it, we're going to struggle to make anything of it. So, yeah, a little bit disappointed that we didn't actually, you know, do do something a little bit more with that.
1: Right to the the end of the game now, and it's um, Harry Cornick. (laughs) His shot is kind of pinballed, deflected and it almost goes in, but the keeper just makes a really strong arm, Adam, and uh, keeps the ball out.
3: Yeah, still not quite sure to this minute how it's actually... One, ended up at the keeper's arm, and two, how he saved it. Um, like you say, it was at least one, if not two, deflections. Um, just one of those where anywhere else in the goal, it's, it's got to go in. Um, but yeah, very strong hand, very good save, um, and obviously kept the minute.
1: So yeah, it's a, it's a point at Coventry. Um... Overall, Adam, your your assessment on whether you thought that was a fair result or should we be a little bit disappointed, frustrated? How how would you assess that? I'd say over the course of the game it was probably a fair
3: result, I think I'd probably speak for all City fans, Bristol City fans. I should say that when you go two-one up in the 83rd, you want to, you want to hold out for the three points. Um, but yeah, kind of just echo what you guys have said throughout that um, that anyone would have taken a point away at Coventry tonight in the form they're in. Um, but yeah, probably slightly disappointed. But yeah, I'd say a draw is a fair result.
1: Okay, right. Um, we're going to try and do this on the fly. I've got a number of ratings that have that have come through. We actually had an emailed rating in as well from Matt Stickland, and he's got an ice hockey analogy here. Uh, Sometimes hockey goalies struggle in games because they are fighting the puck. All right? right? Uh, Doing the right things, but getting consistently bad rebounds off angles and slightly mistimed plays. Feel like the boys were fighting the game today, having only watched the second half ...due to working hours kickoff of 3.45pm. So, obviously, Matt is abroad somewhere. But his rating was 6.32. Uh, we've got Golden Goal Fantasy Football, 6.75. Rob Blaney, 6.27. Dear Druper 7.05. Liam Healy, 6.65. Dan Healy, 6.45. Lee Granger, 6.23. Ben Philpot 6.47. Paul March, 6.45. Osh Newport, just put poor old Max, I don't know what rating that is, Um, Scott Patton, 6.45, Ian Ratcliffe, 6.34, Annie Harish, uh, 6.71, Andrew Jackson, 6.87, stay with me, there's only a couple more, Steve, 6.76, Andy Grant, 6.66, Joe Child, 6.29, Alistair Watt, 6.53. Kevin Barrett 6.31. Adam, your predicted average player rating?
0: Uh, out of 10. Out six of is, 10. Six
1: is like a an expected performance. Expected performance. Yeah, I'd go on the
3: high sixes then at least, so I'd go for a six point nine.
1: To do to two decimal places, please. Oh, six point nine zero. 6.90. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Alright. Um yeah, I'm I'm around that as well, but I'm gonna go slightly higher seven point oh seven all right um matt is shaking his head which is a bad sign um right so uh i reckon the average of the guesses is looking at this probably around six point seven that's about the average we'll have to do the announcement of um the averages winner probably in the next podcast because uh, Matt hasn't got his trusty spreadsheet but um, rest assured there will be a winner right Matt over to you your ratings please okay um, Max O'Leary um, five and the
2: reason being obviously that that goal um, at the end I, d- I genuinely feel Max has to do better there um, I don't really a portion blames to him on the first but again I think he might feel he should do better but generally tonight I just felt there was a little bit of a is it the right word, malaise about him um, some of his kicking he seemed to kind of wait and a number of times almost play us back into a little bit of bother where it could have just kind of cleared it up the field and I don't mean just hoofing it up the field I just felt a couple of times we, we he chose the wrong option.
1: But on one you hand, know, you like you like how sort of relaxed he is yeah, at yeah. the back. But you know, like one time, I think he passed the ball to Tommy Conway and the caught cor- off by the corner flag. Yeah, exactly. It, it, Casual casuals probably a little bit unfair, but it was just a little bit. When you're
2: away from home and you're doing that, and then it gets the crowd up because there, then the pressure's back on. I think it's quite difficult. But you know, we're what an hour and a bit after the game um so emotions are still a little bit high and that that goal for me sadly i think is a a big big mistake from max so yeah five
1: um
2: i'll go left to right this time i thought cam had cam had a decent game tonight but not his best he got another book in um and i think for me pringy i'm probably going to go six um Yeah, he wasn't at the level tonight as he has been lately. But I think, in fairness, he's also up against better opposition. But, yeah, six for Cam. Um, Zach Viner, Rob Dickey. I'm going to go two sixes. A little bit with Rob at times. Um, As I said, uh, Rob Blamey said that Casey Palmer won the header. uh, Sorry, that Rob won the header against Casey for their first goal. I thought it looked like Casey had won it, but just a little bit at times, a little bit sloppy with the ball, Rob coming out. Um, no, but no, that, no bonus point for the goal? Um, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't say it was a deserving of a seven because of the goal. So, no, two sixes. Um, and George Tanner, I'm going seven and man of the match. Um, possibly, if we didn't concede two goals, and he wasn't in fault for either of them. I might even be looking at an eight for George, so I'll let you boys decide if it's a seven or an eight But Well in fact I've predicted
1: a seven point eight. Yeah, without taking
2: your predictions, but <laughs> I just I just thought George defended brilliantly tonight and also brought the ball forward very well as well. and um, made a couple of passes. So so possibly on the balance of what it's been of late, maybe he probably should be an
1: eight. Yeah, I think so. Ads, your thoughts on uh, Max five, pring six, Viner six, dicky six and tanner eight.
3: Um, I tend to agree with all of them I'd say from what I've seen Of tonight's game I actually thought That, um, that Zach Viner Was potentially a little bit higher Than that um, I thought he was Pretty solid um, yeah, I don't necessarily think he was Involved too much with the two goals um, So yeah I'd, I'd Potentially be putting him a bit higher um, But tend to agree with the other ones
1: Okay Matt do you want to up, up Viner or Dickie then? I uh, don't
2: necessarily disagree with Adam, but I think we still conceded two, Yeah. so now I'm staying six.
1: Okay. Right. So you get the cast. Yeah, go with you. Um, Into the midfield? Midfield. um, TGH? Yeah, TGH, I'm going to go six.
2: um, And that might be slightly out of kilter because his dead ball wasn't great tonight, and he did tire, and I think the substitution was right, but he, he also put a lot of energy in um, and I thought he combined well with Joe Williams. So, yeah, I'm going six for, for TGH. Um, Williams. Joe, I'm going to go seven for Joe. And I, it's a bit of a Joe Williams. Love him from me of late. But I do love the way he puts himself about. He is pretty fiery. I didn't see the incident with Tommy Conway and Joe Williams after the game or at the end of the game. But Joe's, Joe's really passionate. Um, and a number of times he broke the ball up well or broke the play up well and then was on, on the front foot with it so yeah I'm going seven for Joe okay uh, where do you want to go next uh, let's go let's yeah Anis I thought it was a really poor game from Anis and if I've gone five for Max Anis is definitely a five I'm i I'm, I'm even torn with a four but I'm not going to go a four because I think I'm probably a bit too emotional so I'm going five for Anis what I will say, and I'm, I'm a, an advocate of Anis, he has to work harder in this team. Um, there were too many times today where he let his runner go. Physically, he wasn't strong enough. Um,
1: He's the one who's got the capability to be more brave, which yeah. is uh, a word that Liam keeps using to, to take players on.
2: Yeah, he has. Um, and a couple of times he, he did well with that, but didn't quite get past them. But it was more around the defensive aspect tonight. I thought Cam was too exposed at times, and they didn't link up particularly well tonight. Going forward, did they? The two of them. So, yes, yeah, it's a, a five for Anis. Um, Sam Bell on the other side. I'm going to go six for Sam. And Sam's probably for me a, a bit of a six and a half, but I'm going to go six. But I thought he he actually was 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 very good. Or oh, no, not very good. He was good going forward probably had a couple of opportunities that his delivery could have been better but i I thought it was a decent performance from sam and then when he moved further fo- forward excuse me ran himself into the ground um and and you know was subbed at the right time but yeah i thought it was a decent performance from sam i'm going six for sam okay
1: um knight or wells
2: <laughs> knighty i'm gonna go five for knight mm, I'll, I'll let you boys choose I'm I'm going to, I'm going five for Knight because I didn't think he was on his game in. His, he set himself a high high bar, he, he and really he's really for probably he, right. He really has of of the season, hasn't he? He's probably he would be up there in in the argument for player of the year. But I just thought he was a little bit off it tonight. Um, the quality wasn't there. The shot that he had wasn't great. So yeah, I'm going to go five for him. Naki, Naki, um, Naki. I'm probably going to go. He he works hard. Won a fair bit in the air and then with that goal um, definitely a 6
1: 7
2: for me Yeah, and there, well, it was, let me finish <laughs> Definitely a 6 but his goal and that kind of way that he was he trying to a bonus one it on, but Rob does I'm kind of going 7 and that was why I delayed on it because of the Rob one but yeah, I'll, I'll go 7 for Naki
1: Okay Right, in terms of substitutes yeah. um, let me just see when they when they came on um, right. Anything before the 75th, it? 65th. 65th. Or sync? Why do I keep saying 75th? Yeah? I don't know. Uh, right, so Ross McCrory and Matty James and Tommy Conway. Um, Ross, I'm going to go six. Matty
2: James, I'm going to go six. And that one I'm a little bit debating on because I thought he looked a little bit slow at times today. Um, and he'd only sort of come on in whatever that minute was. Tommy Conway, and despite the Tommy Conway loving, I'm going to go seven for Tommy, because I thought he really tried to take the game to him, showed some real pace on the left-hand side, linked up well. So, yeah, two two sixes and a seven.
1: Okay. Um, And Liam Manning? Uh,
2: I'll go seven. I thought it was a a good point against a good side, and could have been three. Um, And I know... You know, even after the game, people were talking about progress. Jack on Radio Bristol um, asked Mark about, you know, we see him progressing. I guess when you talk about results, it was another draw, but the style that we're watching at the moment and the way we're trying to play, I I just find entertaining. So, yeah, I'll give I'll give Liam a seven tonight.
1: Okay, Um, so yeah, two-two away at Coventry. We are. uh, Where are we now? What an under edge it says. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, not far away. So a uh, little bit of ways still to 25 go. Five miles. Twenty-five so. miles to Bristol, but uh, a big game coming up, Matt, on on Friday. Leeds United under the lights on Sky TV, uh, and uh, they always bring a very noisy following with them. Do you know? I didn't even realise it was on Sky.
2: Um, not that it makes any difference to me, but I mean, eight o'clock kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's eight o- Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a, a, a friend who's a Leeds fan who said he couldn't get a ticket because it's a sellout for them. Um, and I'm pretty sure if Leeds win, and I don't know if they need to win by a certain margin, they could go second. Um, it, it's another tough game against a very, very good side. But what I will say, a little bit like Covenson Knight, they're a side that, that want to play football, want to attack and not sit back. So it's decent from that
1: point of view. Adam, you've got a couple of friends who are Leeds fans as well. They're, they're going well up towards the top of the league. What do you think are uh, your expectations for Friday?
3: Yeah, it'll definitely be a tough game. Um, I think Leeds were a lot of everyone's favourites to go up, straight back up to the Prem this season. Um, they're certainly picking points back up and they're catching up with Ipswich very, very quickly. Well, actually, it's Southampton they're up to second now, um, but all three promoted sides are looking very strong. Um, so yeah I'd anticipate a tough game on Friday night and as you mentioned Leeds always will sell out that um, that away end um, and, and, and they'll bring a lot of noise so so yeah it should be a good game on Friday. Um, in terms of a, a score prediction I'd I quite fancy actually another draw um, against Leeds at home against Ashton Gate in front of, I believe a sellout crowd so yeah I'd, I'd go for another draw, I'd go for a 1-1.
1: Interesting stuff. Right, just a bit of a stat attack on tonight's game. So, uh, City had 42% of the possession, 13 shots to their 11, 5 shots on target to their 4. Any other stats you'd like? Two saves. Two saves. Oh, hello. Two saves from Max, four saves from, from Collins in goal. Two yellow cards for us. I think that was Pring and... McCrory. Pring and McCrory. And one for them. League table now looks like this. Coventry are in 6th position on 44. We are in 13th on 38. So, 6 points off the playoffs. But, um, you know, uh, a few more games to to fit in there were other championship games tonight only one other championship game tonight I guess the rest are playing tomorrow by the looks of it some of them are playing tomorrow so yeah what there we that are what about one
2: for this night? was it Swansea and yeah 3-0 was it 3 0 Leicester?
1: Was it 3 0 Leicester? Yeah, they're, they're doing very well. Right, I think we'll leave it there. Um, thanks, Lynn. As I say, we'll, uh, the first thing we'll do on the Leeds podcast is announce who got the closest on the average uh, player rating. Um, and I say we'll be back with that Jimmy Man podcast on Thursday and uh, back on Saturday with the Leeds review. So. Uh, Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. Cheers, all. Take care, all.
2: Bye-bye.